Welcome to Law Light, a quick dose of legal levity as we shine some light on the heartbeat of the legal field. I'm Melinda Delmonico, CEO of Gibson Arnold & Associates, and I'm here today with Elena McMillan, Director of Talent Acquisition and co-creator of our Distinguished Legal Advisor Division. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Elena. And today we are talking about manifesting the job that I want. Nice. I love this topic, and if I could just jump in for a second, I want to just... I want to take a minute to talk about manifesting and the word manifest because I don't want anybody to dismiss this conversation because they think that the word manifest is woo-woo. Like, I will tell you that um, I know people who, I just think the word is misconstrued and I know people who will not uh, give credence to a topic about manifestation, but I just want to get clear for a second that, you know, to manifest something is is to bring it into existence. It is a powerful word, and there's nothing about this topic that's woo-woo. So I just wanted to kind of get that out in the open. Yeah, Elena, thank you. And it is, it's an event or action that clearly embodies something, bringing it forth, and we use our creativity. And creativity is something that we create and we put into form a value. Yeah. So if you're thinking about manifesting a career or a job, it is tremendous. It's of tremendous value to people. Yeah. And you you want to be able to access some creativity, and then you want to powerfully manifest what it is you've discovered into a job. So what we're talking about is practical. And bringing it into form. Yep. I'd like to begin talking about Maslow's hierarchy. And as a refresher to our audience, because I know we all had a class on Maslow's hierarchy at one point in time <laughs> in, our, in our educational process, if you envision a pyramid and we look at the three areas of the pyramid, the lower bottom part of the pyramid are our basic needs, our physiological needs, food, water, warmth, rest. Um, also safety, right? Security, safety. The second part of the pyramid is our psychological needs, belongingness and love, intimate relationships, friends. Also um, esteem. Esteem is part of the psychological needs, so a feeling of prestige and a feeling of accomplishment. And the very top of the pyramid is self-fulfillment needs, self-actualization and achieving our potential, including our creativity, our creative activities. Mm. So would you say in this pyramid, if you imagine the pyramid, the bottom is the basic needs, um, would you say it's fairly safe to say that most people listening to this have that handled? I would say so. Okay. In so the legal field, compensation is relatively high. Right. And I think it's rare. And there may be circumstances where people need to focus on their basic needs. But for the most part, yes. Yeah. So let's focus then on the psychological needs and the self-fulfillment needs because I feel like those are the places where we could bring something that could actually make a difference in a job search. And what I want to do today is outline clear, tangible steps mm -hmm. that our listeners can take in order to manifest the job that they want. Mm -hmm. So where I'd like to begin, I think we also need to define and talk about the word desire, because when we look, about, when we look at manifesting and creating, what is it that we want to create? What is it that we're desiring? And desire, from my perspective, 
is something that we're wishing or desiring, wishing, wanting something to happen. Something that's important to us that we're wanting. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And where we need to start would be with self-reflection. Because in order to get to taking action, ultimately, Mm -hmm. we need to reflect a bit on what's going on within us. So, and what we really want. Yeah, what yeah. is it that we really, really want? So in, in one practice is an inquiry practice where we go through a series of questions. So for example, one question might be, what within me desires a change and why? So here you are, you find yourself in a job, you're in a career. Maybe it's been partially fulfilling, so your basic needs are met. Mm-hmm. And you're finding that you're emotional needs aren't quite there you're not you're not feeling a sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. or or uh, validated or appreciated maybe sometimes yeah so then when you look at that what is it within me is desiring that change is it that or is it that I don't feel like I'm hitting my full potential and reflecting on what is that what is it what am I experiencing Am I experiencing joy on a daily basis? Do I enjoy going to work? Mm. Am I doing something that I really love? Got it. So just to be clear, these questions you're asking yourself about what you really desire and what's um, almost like what's working, what's not working, these are you looking for answers like, oh, that's in the psychological needs. Now I know where I need to focus my attention or all that is fine. It's my own personal, I am not achieving my full potential and that's what is missing for me. Is it to kind of identify what area to focus on? So if we expect that our listeners are primarily joining us because they're in the law field and we are providing legal search and let's say it's related to jobs they may start Mm -hmm. there right Right. they may start with I'm unhappy with my job Mm -hmm. and yes to your point I think the self-reflection might be look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs look at the psychological part and ask yourself is it my job or is it something else right because many times we may feel like it's the job but ultimately I'm at home in a relationship that I don't feel fulfilled in, mm-hmm. or I've got a great relationship at home, but I'm not really feeling like I'm at the top of my game in my job. Right. But it is interesting because wherever you go, there you are. So if it isn't something about the job and you leave that job and, and go somewhere else, you will probably find yourself in a very similar situation. And I can tell you many stories <laughs> of when I've met with candidates where when we get down to it and I ask them about why they've left their previous jobs, mm-hmm. it's the same story after over and over again. Right. Maybe there's some tweaks to the story, mm-hmm. but you see, you see patterns. Right. And the pattern doesn't shift unless you make the change. Right. And you do the evaluation and you understand where you're coming from. So I think it's important to understand, for example, with your personal accomplishment and esteem, mm-hmm. Where is that coming from? Is it, are you basing your self-esteem outside of yourself or is it within you? Mm, That's true because when you are acknowledged but you don't feel it, it kind of bounces right off of you. Have Um, you had that experience? (laughs) Well, yeah, actually. (laughs) Yes. Um, One thing that comes to mind when I did radio, I used to get a lot of, we'd get fan mail. And it was nice, you know. Oh, that's nice. But if I got hate mail or a 
critique, a criticism, I that always stuck. You know, the other stuff kind of bounced off of me, the compliments, and then the um, the criticisms, those felt really real. And I think it was because I wasn't, I hadn't, I was going through divorce, things were funky for me. I was kind of reevaluating who I am and what I want. I wasn't feeling very confident. So I didn't feel a personal sense of accomplishment. So people could compliment me and it just didn't, it bounced right off of me. And and I was very susceptible to the criticisms because I didn't, I wasn't feeling personally accomplished. So I guess my point is, yeah, you really need to feel that for yourself. It's not just other people acknowledging you, but it's really recognizing it for yourself. And I think it comes back to you this inquiry and the self-evaluation because if we if we know what fulfills us mm-hmm. we're going to have a better sense of what action we need to take and what kind of job is going to be there for us uh, is it something you know so if it is if it's something else then take action to address the something else yeah if it's the job then you can begin understanding what it is about that as you check in with yourself right. and ask these series of questions and be able to understand what part of that hierarchy of needs is not uh, not being addressed. Right. So am I fulfilled? If not, why? Is it the people? Is it the place? Is it the culture? Is it the money? Looking at the job from that perspective. Right. And if it comes down to, yeah, I'm getting everything fulfilled, but then there's still something, maybe the inquiry is ultimately what is it that I want to feel? Right. What environment do I want to be in? And from that point, we can begin visualizing. So I'd say that would be the next step. Once we have an understanding of what it is, Mm -hmm. taking the time to think about what brings me fulfillment and begin that visualization of what it is that I want to achieve. So I know that sounds really esoteric, and maybe we should step back and talk about creator versus victim framework Mm. because I think this comes into play literally off of what you were saying, but ultimately, do I need to reframe how I'm looking at my world and how I'm looking at my job? Right. I could be in the perfect job. Right. And if I'm feeling like I'm being victimized in some way, then... Suddenly you see everything through that filter of being a victim. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Our, Our minds will look for evidence to validate that and we'll find it so that's an excellent way to put it and i think it's also important to recognize that we're always being we're always in creator mode even when we are even when we feel like a victim we're creating victim we're creating that interpretation and now we're seeing everything through that so you know back to your point if you're if you look at and ask the questions Um, about are my psychological needs being met and you recognize that they are and so then you move to the next part which is self-actualization and ask yourself if you're really achieving your full potential and let's say that's where something's off you're not you're not a victim of anything you've just outgrown your role and all there is to do is now create a new place to step into but it isn't you know it's so easy to point to the job, the money, the people, whatever. And and sometimes that's not really what it is. It's just a matter of you're not feeling fulfilled. And if you find, I think we've all had these situations when you can't sleep at night because your mind is going on and on and on about something that occurred and you want to try to work that out. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of the same thing. We kind of hit our heads against the wall for a while and there's value in the head hitting. <laughs> yeah, there is value <laughs> And the pain of a situation sometimes then causes action. 
Oh yeah, most of us won't won't take an action. Uh, there's a whole theory about payoff versus cost. So uh, we won't take an action until the cost outweighs the payoff. And sometimes the cost is just that our head hurts from hitting it so many times. <laughs> like sometimes that really is the thing that creates the action. But, but you know, these questions might make you uncomfortable because you might get to some answers that are inconvenient. And uh, that might be the version of pain in this in this metaphor. You know, once you recognize, if you ask yourself, um, do I, you know, am I experiencing joy? And you recognize that you're not, and the reason is because you're not doing something that lights you up. You have to look at that, and that might mean it's time to make a change, and that's pretty uncomfortable for people, a lot of people. And there are a lot of folks that also feel obligated. They're in a situation, they're lawyers, they're making a lot of money, they're taking care of their families, and there's a sense of obligation. Sure. And can I really step out and take action? Right. So the next step then would be this visualization. I think if you feel that way and you feel like it's really hard to take action for some reason, I know lawyers are good at taking action, mm -hmm. but when it comes to them personally, maybe they're not always. And I think you can start by the inquiry practice, looking at it, having those thoughts, journaling, writing down what is really important, what would make you feel happy and joyous in your day-to-day -day job mm -hmm. and begin that visualization. So the visualization may be looking at yourself as a general counsel and then get the senses involved. See yourself in the room with the board members. Visualize that you have a fantastic team of lawyers that are reporting to you. Begin to create that in your mind so the mind knows this is really something that can happen. Mm -hmm. Change the pattern of the old thought pattern, you know, the old thought pattern. I can't of, have this. I or, can't do this. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I, I'm not finding this. This doesn't exist for me. We need to change that mindset and reframe to, I absolutely see myself as a general counsel. I see myself as an AGC. I'm with a team that I love working with. We're sharing a glass of wine after work and enjoying each other. Right. It's a playful environment. You can tell your subconscious mind something new rather than just continuing to validate the suffering. And I think that's the key. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So for those who have been feeling stuck, you know, this is... This is not doing the same thing over and over. This is doing something new. And that's true for people who, let's say somebody has decided that they want another job and they're out there actively interviewing and doing you know, what occurs like everything they can and they're not getting results. This would be doing something new, visualizing being in a place that feels good, where you're valued and you value them. You know, that's if that's if visualizing that is not something you've done before, then it's an opportunity to do something different and create potentially a different result. And that is key for manifesting the job that you want. Elena, thank you. Thank you for joining me today and thank you so much for tuning in to Law Light from Gibson Arnold and Associates. Please like us and subscribe to us on Spotify or Apple Podcast and leave us a rating to let us know how we're doing. We look forward to connecting with you again on our next episode. We have found our way. It's a brand new day. And we'll be making history. Are you with me? Won't you stay? We have
Sure. 